0: Welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're here talking with Dan Knight, who's a lawyer that is an expert at construction law and uh, laws related to getting permits. But Dan, you know, a lot of people go into law and they don't know what they're getting into. Sure. But uh, what's the most exciting part of your practice uh, helping contractors and helping people who are dealing with contractors or with cities or county governments,
1: sure, so uh, the area of law that I practice is mostly paperwork. Um, we typically go to trial knowing what the other side's going to say. we They know what we 're going to say uh, when we go to trial th- there's art to it we put on We put on evidence and so forth. Uh, but oftentimes, it's already known the outcomes. Uh, we practice in the civil side. There's no surprise witnesses. Um, maybe there'll be someday, but almost no ambushes. Yeah, almost. But but there are ways. So there's a, a process called a deposition, and it it's one of my nearly favorite professional things to do in life. And and that is can where, you can you explain to listeners what a deposition actually is? Oh, sure. It's it, it's where. Uh, let's say I'm taking a deposition, Uh, there's somebody that's important to the case, a witness, a party, that sort of thing, that I'll ask questions to verbally. There'll be a court reporter in the room that's writing down verbatim what's being said, and they have to answer that under oath. Under oath means it's admissible at trial as testimonies. If they said it in open court, that's the value that these deposition questions have.
0: And you can box somebody
1: in by getting them to
0: answer your questions without being in front of a judge first,
1: it, exactly, and and it's a it's a good device to get cases settled early before the expense of trial, and it's nice. You, I I don't mean to ever box somebody in unfairly. I tell them if they tell the truth, you have nothing to you have nothing to lie about, and so when they come in, and I say if you tell the truth, you're going to be fine. Uh, and if you don't understand something ask me to clarify because i only want the truth it's not it's not an ambush but the first couple hours are typically questions you get them to answer then what i have noticed as people being human start to get tired they start to get restless when is this the you know this attorney going to stop talking to me you revisit topics and it is it's exciting to me to catch somebody lying because i realize they said this earlier, they're saying this now, and as a result of that, the truth of this case is going to come out and a fair resolution is going to happen. But on the flip side, it's just as exciting to tell somebody or to catch somebody telling the truth because then you realize, oh, this is good testimony, what they're saying is the truth, or they're well-practiced and there's a difference. But oftentimes catching people telling the truth is, is exciting because I know when I go to trial, I can say, look, this person has been consistent the whole time. But there have been a couple times when I've been at trial, in particular in the the Lahaina courthouse, for example. I Mm -hmm. had a trial Mm -hmm. going over there in Hawaii uh, prior to the fires. And I was able to examine an expert who told me all of his rationale early in the testimony. And then uh, knowing the topic that we were talking about, I started asking him very specific questions. And I really like getting people... In the position to where they need to tell me one plus one does not equal two in this case it actually equals 2.5 and it's amazing to watch people squirm when they realize my logic doesn't actually make sense it's been tested through this questioning and one plus one is actually two and getting an expert to change their opinion on this stand is actually for me it's the most exciting thing that i do because oftentimes these cases Really hinge on the expert's opinion. See,
0: there really are Perry Mason moments. So, folks, thank you so much for listening to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. And Dan Knight, I hope you'll come back again, Dan.
1: Absolutely, thank you, Stu.
0: This is Stu Jenkins at Slow County Public Policy and the Law. I just wanted to bring to your attention a uh, an example of when. We need more lawyers in the state assembly and the state senate because there's an assembly bill number 1572 that is uh, being considered and is probably passing right as we speak. In order to outlaw, quote, non-functional turf, end of quote. It's a huge, long, long statute. And it imposes fines of at least $500 on anyone who has a lawn in order to save water. The fascinating thing is that when I read through this long, long assembly bill, it defines non-functional turf as non-functional turf. There's no other definition. So if you have a lawn because you want to look at it, because that's the function uh, it gives you of beauty, well, maybe that's non-functional. I don't know. The statute doesn't define it. If you have lawn because you need a place where your children can play in elementary school and practice their touch football or have other games without running into sharp cactus, glass, or rocks, you might think that was functional. But if a city doesn't think it's functional, suddenly you're going to get a fine of $500. This is where legislative bodies go wrong, is when they write things without an understanding of the practical effects. Well, that's my take, folks. This is your host, Stu Jenkins, at Slow County Public Policy and the Law. See if Assembly Bill 1572 has passed, and if your town, like... The city of Arroyo Grande is now considering such an ordinance to outlaw, quote, non-functional turf, end of quote. And now I've had a question from one of our listeners about do I mean that we need more lawyers in the state legislature because they they know how to use words? No, no. It's not because of that. It's because lawyers generally have been to court for clients who had real problems and they have seen how the law gets applied. Now, if you'd like to hear from an office holder, lawyer, or activist here at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, you can email me at stew, that's spelled S-T-E-W, dot Jenkins, at dimescentralcoast.com. And if you'd like to hear a podcast of this program or of any of our prior programs, just log into KNews985.com. That's K N E W S 985.com. And you can listen to this program. You can download it and share it with your neighbors and otherwise.
1: For more information on Slow County public policy and the law, visit our website. KNews985.com.